This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media. Sometimes it happens while I'm standing in line at Walmart. You know, when you're, there are 15 checkout lanes, but only one lane open, and you're about 25th in line, you know, back even with the menswear section waiting for your turn to check out with a cart full of frozen food. Yeah, then. Sometimes it hits me then. Or sometimes when I'm traveling and see the freeways or the highways that are just jam-packed with cars, and it just looks to me like a, a sea of people everywhere. And sometimes it, it will even hit me also late at night when I'm unable to sleep and I get up for a while and I look out the window and there's only darkness out there. It happens then too, that feeling or maybe realization that I am small, that I am only one person. And there are just so many others, so many people out there in this great sea of humanity. Now, I believe wholeheartedly that each person, each one of us is created by God individually, that each soul that lives was created by God on purpose, that we are not an accident. I mean, David explains that in Psalms chapter 139, verse 13 and 14. I mean, I know that that's true. And Jeremiah proclaimed the same thing in Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. I mean, I can believe David when he said God saw, God saw him, that God saw his rising up, that God saw his sitting down, and even his thoughts before he spoke his words, that God knew them. I can see that. I can understand that. But that was David. I mean, David is a man after God's own heart, a, a man who who led God's people. God chose him specifically to lead his people. And Jeremiah, well, he was chosen as well as the mouthpiece for God to bring his people back to him. So I understand that. I get that. I see that. I mean, these people were important. And then there's me. You know, someone who seems, well... And not to over not to overstate it, but I, I'm just not a David. I'm not a Jeremiah. I'm just me. You know, we're just wives, mothers, grandmothers, daughters. We're standing in line waiting our turn at, at Walmart with a cart full of food for our families. We're just us. But you know what? Really, truly, that's all that we need to be to be seen by God. You know, seriously. I mean. Think about it. Just consider Gideon, right? I mean, he was a coward hiding in the threshing bin. Remember Judges chapter 6? And we knew that he wasn't special. He knew he wasn't special. Some would even say he was forgettable. His father was a priest of Baal. He was not even known to be a follower of God. Gideon even questioned God if God really knew what he was doing to choose him. We often recall his great victories there, you know, later on, but it started out that he was just a guy doing his chores, but God saw him. And, you know, Cornelius, he wasn't important either, right? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, he, we really don't know that much about him. He was a centurion, that's true. He was a devout man, a man of God, but he wasn't like, you know, a, a rock star. I mean, we don't know who we know who he is now, but at the time in his life, he was just praying. A guy who did his job, he was trying to do the right thing, like he did every day. Acts chapter 10. But God heard his prayer for hope and salvation. 
and God saw, you know, in, in, in all the world of people, God saw him and Ruth. She was just a woman who was helping her mother-in-law gathering grain for supper. Nothing special, no one important, but God and Boaz saw her. God maybe even saw her before she saw herself, I would say. God saw one woman picking grain. I think sometimes it, it may be difficult to see God in, in all the busyness and may, of our lives, and maybe we think that he doesn't see us as well. But seeing us, you know, really seeing us, that's who God is. I mean, it, it's what he does all day, every day, all night, every night. He is El Royai, the God who sees, the God who saw a slave woman who was cast out by her master, cast out with her son to die in the desert. And God saw her and he saved her. Hagar, Genesis chapter 16. You know, maybe we're not a David or a Jeremiah or a Paul or a Peter or even an Esther. And that's okay. Each and every one of us were created by God himself individually. Psalms chapter 139. And we are, each and every one of us, important and valuable to God. Jesus said that in Matthew chapter 10, 20, verses 29 through 31. Even the hairs of our head are counted. And we, each of us, have a purpose to be a follower of God, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, says that we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Yeah, sometimes I think it's easy to lose sight of ourselves in the sea, the sea of humanity when we're at Walmart or, you know, stuck in traffic traffic jam that's miles long or sometimes it may be easy to get lost in the crowd or or think that we are lost in the crowd that we are forgettable that we're just one in a million or one in a bazillion because that's all that we see but that's not God's perspective God sees us he knows us and what might be even more amazing is that he still loves us. But God commandeth his love toward us that in while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans chapter 5 verse 8. And that us, that's you, and that's me, individually. And it is for this that we will see as well that I bow my knees today. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.